Welcome to a podcast designed to bring biblical encouragement to your weary soul. We are so glad you're listening, and we pray God blesses you and strengthens you in your walk with Him. The Sweet Sela Moments podcast is brought to you by the cooperative efforts of Sweet Sela Ministries and Word Radio. Sit back and enjoy. Welcome to the Sweet Sela Moments podcast. This is episode 109, The Blessing of Encouragement. Sharon, I love being encouraged, and I often need it as a mama. (laughs) Oh, my, yes. (laughs) So I remember recently taking the girls to Aldi, where you have to bag your own groceries. And I was, as I was standing there at the bagging table with my four kids, all asking me lots of questions and maybe fighting and trying to help me bag. And I'm trying to sort the groceries into different bags, so it's easier to put them away at home, you know? Yep, yep. And so this sweet lady comes up to me, and she says, you are so organized. I've been watching you, and you just seem like you have everything so well sorted. And what nice helpers you have. Well, I'll tell you, Sharon, I was not exactly thinking they were the best helpers at the moment, (laughs) nor was I feeling organized. (laughs) I was tired and frazzled, and I just wanted to get to the car and put the audiobook on to calm some of that chatter down a little bit. Yes. (laughs) But that lady made me feel like I wasn't completely failing that day. And, you know, it put a smile on my face. I love that. She saw you. She did. And oh, all that crazy. Goodness. And I thought, oh, thank you, Lord. That was a blessing. <laughs> it was really such a blessing. It was. And encouragement can change your whole mood. It really can. And it's something so Monday, like, I have to grocery shop. I bring the kids because I have to bring the kids. Absolutely. And you just get through it. And she's yeah. like, you're so org. I'm like, am I? <laughs> <laughs> mothers, well. <laughs> mothers need to be seen because they don't even see how much they do themselves. Yeah. They don't. No. So, oh, I love her. Yes, you made me Whoever happy. Whoever she was. So. so how about you? Have well, you been encouraged? <laughs> <laughs> I can get really discouraged with my books sometimes. Oh, yeah. Um, Writing a book is a huge investment of time and energy. I'm sure. <laughs> and there's such a strong desire in my heart that the book would be useful to those that read it and that God would be honored through it. I mean, mm. it's my heart. It's mm. like birth in a baby, you know? <laughs> so I love the writing part. I really do. I love nestled in and talking about Jesus and writing it all down. But I am terrible at the marketing part mm. where you're supposed to rally all your followers and jazz <laughs> them up to write multiple reviews for your books. It just feels awkward to me yeah you know so for my latest book the loved book the bible mm. study on the gospel of john yeah i i didn't do much in the way of revving the crowds nicole <laughs> i really just wanted people to write reviews organically you know because they yeah. loved the book right so people who read that book and generally like it enough um might tell me and tell their friends but they're not writing the reviews, right. shall we say. <laughs> reviews are hard to write, and I don't write reviews myself. So right. who am I to expect others to write them? I don't even do it. <laughs> so I might love a book and tell my friend about it, but I don't take the time to go to Amazon and yeah. write the review. Oh, so yeah, think of it. <laughs> for crying out loud. So anyways, for months, I only had eight reviews. I'd go every day. I made myself just go once or twice a day, not like every hour. <laughs> How many reviews does the new book have? Right. Eight. Eight. <laughs> Eight. Still eight. Like, <laughs> yeah, still eight. Like for a couple of Aww. months. And most of those eight are from people I know. I right. mean, I think they really like the book, but they know me. Right. So it doesn't mean as much. But anyways, <laughs> just recently, I got three more reviews from people I didn't know as oh. well. Good reviews. Oh, good. I know. <laughs> and I was so encouraged to know the book is a blessing. Oh, wonderful. Because that's why I want to know. Yeah. You know, I just, is it is it doing what I ask God for it to do? Right, right. right. And a review from someone that doesn't know me says, 
oh, it did minister. Oh. I'm not just spreading a review because I love you. Right, exactly. <laughs> so kind words and thoughtful appreciation oh. are rich gifts, aren't they? But it's true, though. And, you know, yeah. we don't... I forget sometimes to do those encourage. If it's not like a clear thing from God to go and encourage a specific person, yeah. the daily little encouragement. Sometimes, yeah. you know, we forget to encourage our husbands or my kiddos, and yes. they need it so much too, just like I do. They do. They do. <laughs> In fact, I, I used to have a, um, a, a nag rule, you know, and oh. I had to nag Ray about something. Yeah. Like, could you please fix the dripping faucet or whatever? <laughs> yeah. Five compliments, five encouragements five. for every critique. Ooh, that's good. Yeah, because um, I didn't want to be known for the nag. I right. want to be known for the encouragement. But sometimes so, you have to remind them. You but I like do. the five encouragements. So five encouragements <laughs> for one nag. Oh, I like that. I have to remember that. <laughs> so anyways, yeah, it really helps. And also, I, this is the other thing I did. I'd put the nag on the calendar. <clears throat> Excuse me. Like, okay, I reminded Ray about this on this day. So Sharon, don't you be talking about it again for another week. <laughs> So that I wouldn't get after him all the time. That's great. Because the Proverbs talks about that. A nagging yeah. wife is like they want to run away and hide. Hide in the corner of the They'd rather eat dry bread. Right? <laughs> Which sounds terrible. I know. So I didn't want to be, be one of those women. So well, that's a good way to put it. That is so it. off topic. But just, <laughs> <laughs> there we are. <laughs> Don't nag your husband. Be nice. Yes. Yes. Little marriage advice thrown yeah. in with the encouragement thing. Perfect. <laughs> so, well, today we're looking at a man named Joseph who got his name changed to Barnabas, which means son of encouragement, hmm. because he was that encouragement. That's so Nobody cute. called him Joseph anymore. I love that. He just went by Barnabas. <laughs> he would have been a great person to be around. I think so. You know, I just had Annetta, our team member with us. Yeah. She is a great person to have around. She, she her, her whole ministry is called I Celebrate You 365, because <laughs> she loves celebrating people. She loves celebrating God. Aww. She loved everything. She loved the bed I had for her. She loved the colors in my bedroom. Oh my she goodness. loved the little rocking chair. She loved that there was a water bottle. Oh, she, Annetta is is son of encourage she's daughter of encouragement Aww. we should call her barnabelle <laughs> so annette Aww. if you're listening i love you thank you for being Aww. so encouraging <laughs> so okay we're gonna look at barnabas now there are multiple passages and acts about him so we can't even get to all of them but let's let's begin where we first meet him in mm. acts chapter four i'll read this one it starts at verse 32 all the believers were united in heart and mind, and they felt that what they owned was not their own. So they shared everything they had. The apostles, te- the apostles, <laughs> the apostles testified powerfully to the resurrection of the Lord Jesus, and God's great blessing was upon them all. There were no needy people among them because those who owned land or houses would sell them and bring the money to the apostles to give to those in need. For instance, there was Joseph, the one the apostles nicknamed Barnabas, which means son of encouragement. He was from the tribe of Levi and came from the island of Cyprus. He sold a field he owned and brought the money to the apostles. So this is how we first meet him. This is so neat. This whole passage is so fascinating that there were no needy among them. Like what a beautiful gift of like hearts of sharing and really just focused on God. Like, God, what do you need me to do? Oh, okay, I'll sell my house and give money to the needy and we'll all be... And it was all voluntary. Yeah. It's not communism no. where you're like, guess what? You're sharing, you know, whether you right. want to or not. It was freely done. Oh, yeah. And then Barnabas just kind of pops up cheerfully. Oh, hey, I sold a field. Here's some money. Here's I some just, money. 
They yeah, nicknamed him Barnabas. Yeah, that will encourage somebody, yeah. right? Well, yeah. they named him Barnabas right then. This is the first time we see him, right? Yeah, that's right. So they must, he must yeah. have been quite a cheerful guy oh, to get the nickname so soon. <laughs> you know what? And he didn't just encourage with words. He encouraged with money. Yeah, with actions yeah. too. And, I, and he didn't actually have money, so he had to sell something to give the money. Yeah, it wasn't like he was... Um, wow. That's pretty cool. Yeah, it's a great start. I like this guy. <laughs> so Barnabas shows up in Acts 9, and lo and behold, he's being encouraging. So, so I'll read this passage now. When, Paul, uh, when Saul arrived in Jerusalem, he tried to meet with the believers, but they were all afraid of him. They did not believe he had truly become a believer. Then Barnabas brought him to the apostles and told them how Saul had seen the Lord on the way to Damascus and how the Lord had spoken to Saul. He had also told them that Saul had preached boldly in the name of Jesus in Damascus. So Saul stayed with the apostles and went all about Jerusalem with them, preaching boldly in the name of the Lord. Go Barnabas. That took some courage. Yeah. You know, because... vouch for Saul. Yeah. Saul, <laughs> at that point, had, you know, was pretty new at being a converted Christian. <laughs> yeah. So... You're just like, is this going to hold? Or is yeah. he going to start dragging us you've been dragging women us. out, men and women out of their houses. Yeah. Right. I'm a little nervous too, but that was so sweet of him to stand beside him and to vouch for him. Yes, yes. He might not have really known if he was going to stick with it. Well, you know? I know, I know. And you know, Saul telling his story is one thing. People mm-hmm. are like, yeah, 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 because we still don't trust you. They had right. a bias. Barnabas is like, listen to his story. This is the coolest story, right? He's affirming Saul's ought. You on the road to Damascus, Jesus came and saw him. You yeah. guys, you know, <laughs> right? That's just so Barnabas. Yeah, and then he's just talking about how he preached boldly in the name of the Lord. So that's that's really cool that Barnabas was able to come along and I just love um, it. set the stage for Saul. He did. Yeah, he did. So, so then Saul, who becomes Paul, and Barnabas become surprised good friends and partners. Yeah, <laughs> I am so not surprised about that. So the next time we're going to look at them is in Acts chapter eleven, and I'm reading verses nineteen through twenty-six. So meanwhile, so I don't know what had happened. Meanwhile, but we have two chapters <laughs> we skipped. The believers who had been scattered during the persecution after Stephen's death traveled as far as Phoenicia, Cyprus, and Antioch of Syria. They preached the word of God, but only to Jews. However, some of the believers who went to Antioch from Cyprus and Cyrene began preaching to the Gentiles about the Lord Jesus. The power of the Lord was with them, and a large number of these Gentiles believed and turned to the Lord. When the church at Jerusalem heard what had happened, they sent Barnabas to Antioch. When he arrived and saw this evidence of God's blessing, he was filled with joy, Hmm. and he encouraged the believers to stay true to the Lord. Barnabas was a good man. I love this. Lucas, nobody can stop saying nice things about him. I know. (laughs) So anyways, verse 24, Barnabas was a good man, full of the Holy Spirit and strong in faith, and many people were brought to the Lord. Then Barnabas went on to Tarsus to look for Saul. When he found him, he brought him back to Antioch. Both of them stayed there with the church for a full year, teaching large crowds of people. Parentheses, it was at Antioch that the believers were first called Christians. By the way, that's That's where that is. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) So here he is getting Paul welcomed again in a new congregation. Come come with me to Antioch. Unbelievable things are happening here. You gotta see it. That's so. I love being part of joy. He was all excited about what was happening. Oh my goodness! Yeah, that's so neat. Barnabas actually reminds me of my mom. In this way, I'll tell you. Yeah. If there's a family gathering, Mm -hmm. and my mom is talking to me, 
and she sees a person sitting by themselves, she is compelled to leave me mid-sentence, thanks, Mom, (laughs) and go and talk to them. So, she says as she sits down and pats their knee, tell me how you're doing. She can't stand to see anybody left alone. Oh, she's so sweet. She is so sweet. (laughs) But then, of course, if she's talking to them and there's someone else... Off she goes again. That's just my mama. She Aww. doesn't want anybody left out. And this yeah. is Barnabas. Yeah. Do oh, I love anybody that. left out. I love that so oh, much. Oh, he's so cool. <laughs> oh, boy. But now we're going to turn a little corner here. It's going to get a little tougher. Mm. It's not tough yet. I'm just sort of preparing us for the toughness that's coming. <laughs> but it gets real. Mm. Just because Paul and Barnabas were Christians and lovers of Jesus did not mean they were perfect people, Mm. which is definitely a relief to all of us who are also lovers of Jesus and also not perfect people. Yep. Right? (laughs) They're going to have a sharp disagreement and part ways Mm. somewhere in the the next few readings that you and I are going to do. But let's read the passage, set the stage, and remember that the Bible tells us true stories. Mm. Uh, The Bible speaks the truth. And real people get offended and disagree. Yep. And it's good to learn from their examples. So it is. All right. Well, I'm going to set the stage. I'm reading Acts 13, 1 through 5. Among the prophets and teachers of the church of Antioch of Syria were Barnabas, Simeon, called the black man, Lucius from Cyrene, Manian, the childhood companion of King Herod Antipas, and Saul. One day, as these men were worshiping at, <coughs> were worshiping the Lord, worshiping the Lord and fasting, <laughs> the Holy Spirit said, appoint Barnabas and Saul for the special work to which I have called them. So after more fasting and prayer, the men laid their hands on them and sent them on their way. So Barnabas and Saul were sent out by the Holy Spirit. They went down to the seaport of Cilicia and then sailed for the island of Cyprus. There in the town of Salamis, they went to the Jewish synagogues and preached the word of God. John Mark went with them as their assistant. So now I'm going to skip down to verse 13 because it's really important. It's, it's really important to the disagreement that is coming. Paul and his companions left Paphos by ship for Pamphylia, landing at the port town of Perga. There John Mark left them and returned to Jerusalem. But Paul and Barnabas traveled inland to Antioch of Pisidia. So, in this passage, Barnabas is called by God to work with Saul, soon to be called Paul, on a missionary journey to the Gentiles. He brings along John Mark, who is actually his cousin. Yeah. That's Isn't cool. That I didn't know that. Yeah. It says that, I think, in Colossians. Oh, yeah. That, that John Mark is his cousin. That's yeah. me. And so he's there to assist them. Yeah. But then he... Leaves. Leaves. So why did he leave? We don't know. You'll have to let us know, Cher. Stay tuned. (laughs) (laughs) So continuing the tale, we're now in Acts 14, 21, and I'm reading through 28. So they, you know how you had to read this incredibly long list of names of cities? <laughs> yes. I'm about to do the same thing. They went to a whole lot of places. They were busy. Yes. So in between what we didn't read, they were in many places. Yep. So picking it up. After preaching the good news in Derby and making many disciples, Paul and Barnabas returned to Lystra, Iconium, and Antioch of Pisidia, where they strengthened the believers. They encouraged them, oh, well, go Barnabas, yeah, <laughs> to continue in the faith, reminding them that we must suffer many hardships to enter the kingdom of God. Mm. Paul and Barnabas also appointed elders in every church. With prayer and fasting, they turned the elders over to the care of the Lord. Isn't that beautiful? Mm, They turned them over to the care of the Lord. I love that. In whom they had put their trust. Then they traveled back through Pisidia to Pamphylia. They preached the word in Perga, then went down to Atalia. 
Finally, they <laughs> returned by ship to Antioch of Syria, where their journey had begun. The believers there had entrusted them to the grace of God to do the work they had now completed. Hmm. Upon arriving in Antioch, they called the church together and reported everything God had done through them and how he had opened the door of faith to the Gentiles hmm. too. And they stayed there with the believers for a long time. Oh. Isn't that nice? That would have been a really nice time yeah. to hear the stories and kind of yes, feel the excitement. You guys, let me tell yeah. you. And I just so love they stayed a long time. Yeah. They weren't always on these missions trips. Mm. They actually got to rest in between. Yeah. As a SELA person, it's that. just really nice <laughs> that they had rest in between. So. Yeah. But they seem to have continued that journey in complete harmony. Yeah. That's what God called them to, was that first missionary journey. Yes. They did it. Yeah, and they completed it. And they work. completed yeah. it. They finished it with great joy, great reports to the church at Antioch. Mm. Um, they fellowshiped with other believers. They hung out in Antioch a mm -hmm. long time. Yeah. <laughs> so now we come to the parting of the ways. Oh. Yes. <clears throat> I'll read Acts 15, 36 through 41. After some time, Paul said to Barnabas, let's go back and visit each city where we per previously preached the word of the Lord to see how the new believers are doing, which is really smart of him. Let's check yeah. up on them, you yeah. know? Barnabas agreed and wanted to take along John Mark. <laughs> but Paul disagreed strongly since John Mark had deserted them in Pamphylia and had not continued with them mm. in their work. Okay, so this was desertion, according okay. to Luke. It wasn't a little John Mark's trail. like, I'm done. Wow, yeah. okay. Their disagreement, and that's not the John Mark disagreement, if I would not just keep interrupting myself <laughs> reading the Bible. It's such an interesting story, though. I like want to talk about it while I'm reading it. The disagreement we are talking about is one between Paul and Barnabas. <laughs> Their disagreement was so sharp oh. that they separated. Wow. Barnabas took John Mark with him and sailed for Cyprus. Paul chose Silas, and as he left, the believers entrusted him to the Lord's gracious care. Hmm. Then he traveled through Syria and Cilicia, strengthening the churches there. Hmm. So it was yeah. a sharp disagreement. Yeah, enough to part ways. That's Yeah, yeah. That Ooh, it makes you feel like, oh, inside. Because to think of two believers so in disagreement, they couldn't reconcile. They just right. went different they ways. They had to that go different hard. ways. And it, it so reflects the personalities. Paul was driven, mm. right? He's yeah. always oh, been yeah. driven. And that is why God chose him. Yeah. Because he, you know, if he's told to go, doesn't matter how many cities he's stoned in, he'll yeah. go to the next city and do it again. And he had a hard path to furrow, to preach to the Gentiles, yep. to yep. go against the Jewish people. And I mean, he had a tough task ahead of him. He, he did. needed that personality. He and he felt like, we've got to have an assistant we can count on. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But Barnabas, oh. who has the little soft, <laughs> melty heart. Right. It was like, let's give another let's chance. Let's give another chance. Like Jesus did Peter, right? right. And it was his cousin, too. And so it was he his probably cousin. felt that sense of responsibility yeah. as well. Yeah. So you, yeah. can, you can see each side. I can see each side. And they yeah. kind of pick, oh, And yeah. Paul might be like, yeah, he's your cousin. Right? Right. <laughs> like, <laughs> okay, he still deserted us, so. Oh, man alive. So, but because of that departure, mm -hmm. there are now two mm -hmm. missionaries sets going out. Isn't that cool? Out, that God used yeah, that. Out of the hardship, yeah. Silas got an opportunity to be with Paul, right. which is great. And they went in one direction. And Barnabas didn't stop working. And as we're about to find out when you tell us what happens next, John <laughs> Mark didn't go, well, fine, I'm not going to be a Christian anymore. Paul mm, didn't want me right. at all. So well, let's find out Move then. Move on. I hope this yeah. has a good ending. <laughs> so this story does have a happy ending. We'll finish with Colossians 4, 10 through 12. 
Paul evidently reconciled really well with John Mark. This is what he writes at the end of his letter to the Colossians. <clears throat> this is verse 10. Articus, wait, Aristarchus. <laughs> that works for me, <clears throat> that Paul. <laughs> who is in prison with me sends you his greeting, and so does Mark, Barnabas's cousin. As you were instructed before, make Mark welcome if he comes your way. Jesus, the one we call Justice, also sends his greetings. These are the only Jewish believers among my coworkers, and they are working with me here for the kingdom of God. And what comfort they have been. Oh, Mark has so been a comfort. He's been a comfort. And he's asking people to take care of him. So he clearly has some feelings of kindness yes. toward him. Yes, and Mark, instead of being bitter and saying, well, I'm not working with Paul again, right. what's, what's Mark doing? He's gone to prison to serve mm -hmm. Paul. Yeah. Where Paul is. I mean, Mark's not in prison. Paul's in prison. But he goes to someplace not fun yeah. to serve him. Yeah. Oh. Now, is this, this is what should distinguish Christians. Yes. We're going to disagree. We're going to have personality clashes. We're going to see things in different ways. Mm -hmm. But we're not allowed the option of staying bitter and not forgiving. Mm -hmm. right. Jesus is so blunt about this. It's downright scary. Yeah. If you don't forgive, I won't forgive you. Yeah. Okay, okay, I'm forgiving. Right? I'll go right now and yes, do it. Yes, <laughs> I'm doing it right now. You know, it's very clear yeah. that we have and to. And look at what would have been lost if that disagreement had broken up all of those men. And yes. Well, fine, I'm not going. Even yes. if John Mark hadn't decided mm -hmm. to keep going, he mm -hmm. wouldn't have been able to encourage Paul at the end when he was in prison. I and he know. probably really needed the encouragement and help yes. then. Yes, And so, Paul's like, and take care of Mark. I know. He's brought me such comfort. I Paul, I think as Paul matured in the faith, because we mm. all mature, he, sure. a little bit of Barnabas ru rubbed up on him. <laughs> oh, yeah, and softened <laughs> his edges a bit. Yeah. That is really so, neat. But don't you love that the Bible tells the truth? Yes. It doesn't just, like, if Luke, who's writing Acts, doesn't go, well, maybe we won't mention the part about the disagreement. Right. You know, no, it might discourage <laughs> people. No, it's what happened. But I love that, and I love it shows the ending as well. It shows, because this is life. We are going to have disagreements. We are it going is. to butt heads. Yes. But if we are filled with the fruits of the Spirit, if we are daily walking mm -hmm. with God, quick mm -hmm. to forgive, God takes all of our mess, because he knows we're going to be messy. He does, yes. And he makes something beautiful out Doesn't of it. He? A separate missionary team, an encouragement later on. Like yeah. We don't, we have no idea. No idea. We just have to be faithful and forgive and be ready to serve where he calls exactly. us to, who he calls us to. Exactly. Even if we fought with them before. <laughs> yep, yep. And we can be at least reassured that even the great ones in Acts yes. <laughs> had their disagreements too. Yeah, exactly. We could follow their example. Yep. So, yep. Oh, I love this story. Oh, I do too. <laughs> Okay, well, with a little bit of time we have left, let's look through the nine fruit of the Spirit, mm. and this is the last time we're going to do this, Aww. because next week is another kind of episode. So I'm going to talk about Barnabas and love. Mm. That's the first fruit we're going to look at is love. Well, I feel like he oozed love. I mean, it just came <laughs> kind of poured out of his pores, mm. you know, <laughs> giving John Mark that second chance is an yeah. example of it. And, you know, that was just what John Mark needed, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. Because John Mark must have felt terrible that he had deserted. Mm -hmm. But who wants to go to a new town and get beaten up again? Yeah. Right? I, don't, I just don't <laughs> think he was quite strong enough for that yet. And yeah. he's like, you guys, I'm so, my body hurts too bad. I'm going mm -hmm. home or whatever, yeah, whatever the reason was. was. Yeah. But Barnabas is like, let me take you. Let's do this again. I want to restore you. That's so, so beautiful. You see love in that, and you definitely see love Ray back at the beginning when he sold his property. Oh, yeah. There are needy people among me. I don't need this property. Hmm. Let me sell it and help you. Oh, so yes, love. on love. Check mark yes. for Barnabas. <laughs>
All right, so Barnabas and Joy. I feel like this one's really easy. Isn't <laughs> Again, it easy with Barnabas? Joy. <laughs> There's so much joy and encouragement, though. You know, to be given words or a mission to come alongside a brother or sister in Christ, to encourage them and lift them up and point them to God. There's It gives back this beautiful gift of joy, too. Yes. So that's why he was so joy-filled. Yeah. God yeah. equipped him to go and be joyful, and then he received the joy of encouragement, like of being an yes. encourager back. It's perfect. I just think it it's so fun. Ways. Yeah. <laughs> so he seemed to really encourage with joy. And he didn't complain about going with Paul or anything. He just seemed to encourage joyfully. Yep, he did. He did. And it's joy that makes you an encourager because you're, you're happy. Yeah. You see the good. Yeah. You're like, oh, look at that. As Annetta <laughs> said, that rocking chair is perfect. <laughs> right? Yes, you see. And he saw. He, he went saw. that one. He was so excited about what yes. was happening. Yes. He was oh, joyful. <laughs> Yay. And he's definitely peace. Mm. He's a peacemaker. In yeah. the beginning, when Saul is being suspected mm-hmm. and the apostles don't want anything to do with him, he's like, Come with me. Mm. I'll make peace between you. Let me tell you Saul's story, you guys. You've got to welcome him. And then making peace again with John Mark. He definitely wanted to live at peace with all men. So he brought brought a, a desire not only to be peaceful himself, but to make peace, I think. Oh, yeah. That right? peace kind of was far-stretching. Yeah. Far-stretching. wasn't just on him. Yeah. No, yeah. it's cool. I like that. Yeah. Patience, too. He showed lots of patience. I think he showed patience with his disagreement with Paul. It doesn't say that. Yeah. <laughs> he held yeah. a long grudge, and then no. he was patient with John Mark and yep. brought him back. He was. So he had some patience, too. He sure did. <clears throat> Absolutely. Kindness. Kindness to Paul, who was a new believer. Kindness mm. to John Mark. Kindness to random people that needed the money from his field. Right. Kind. He was a kind he guy. He was kind. <laughs> yep. Yes. And then for goodness, um, I don't know, he really seemed to encourage others out of the goodness of his heart and not to further himself or to bring himself glory. Yes. You know? I agree. Um, in fact, some of his encouragements brought him on rather tricky journeys. He had to go to those places where they were not. Mm-hmm. So where he, they were not welcome and they were treated so poorly. So it wasn't something he was doing to get a kick out of it. Like, oh, this is fun, yeah. encourage. Like, yeah. this was not fun. No. <laughs> this was difficult. Some of these places were not well, uh-huh. yeah. um, very welcoming. So I think that he had this goodness in him. Deep that, down goodness. Yeah. I agree. And boy, he was faithful, faithfulness. Mm. Little John Mark there is like, I'm done. I'm out of this mission trip. Yeah. Barnabas finished. He did. He, I he like finished that. the journey, even though the conditions were incredible. Mm -hmm. I mean, every city they walked into, and then they go back the way they came and encourage. They're going back into cities that they'd been tossed out of. And they knew their faces. They knew. Yeah. (laughs) But he faithfully did it. Mm, That's crazy. Yeah. Gentleness. Um, I don't think Barnabas, he didn't seem to force the encouragement, you know? And I love, I loved when he brought Saul with him to vouch for him. There was a gentleness yes. in that. And like, yeah. hey guys, look at what God yeah. has done in Saul's yeah. life, you know? And he didn't get all heated and try to debate with them that Saul was okay. He just gently mm-hmm. showed them. Mm-hmm. This he is did. who Saul is now through Christ. And then later with John, he just was very He gentle. was. And even in Antioch, when Saul's back in Tarsus, where he grew up, probably because he didn't know what else to do. <laughs> and, and Barnabas is like, come on. Yeah, come to Antioch. Come to you wouldn't believe the things that are happening in Antioch. Yeah. 
gentle inclusion. That yeah. is nice. He did these gifts. He did these fruits yeah. really well. He did the fruits well. <laughs> he did. And then self-control, I kind of had the same landing place as the faithfulness. Yeah. He had the self-control to go to the next town that might beat him up again. Yeah. I feel like that takes self-control because yeah. naturally we don't want to go to the next town and get beaten up again. No. I mean, I don't. <laughs> no, thank you. I don't like pain. Yeah. I don't even like pain in the dentist chair, which is <laughs> why I pray for persecuted Christians whenever the dentist really? is working <laughs> in my mouth, because that embarrasses me. It shames me. I'm like, right, so they're sticking something in your teeth <laughs> for two seconds to make your teeth better. You just go pray for persecuted Christians right now in your That's brain. That's so funny. Yeah, it helps. Because I'm such idea. a wimp. Oh, oh I'm such a wimp. <laughs> so I admire these guys tremendously, and I'm secretly thankful god's never asked me to do that at least not so far dental fillings are the hardest things i know (laughs) well let's pray Mm. heavenly father how grateful we are for the the witness of barnabas a gentle man who wanted to include people who didn't want to exclude people um one that richly loved you Father, thank you for this dear man. Thank you that he got a new name because he was so encouraging. It was so much a part of who he was. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for the work you did in Barnabas's life that we can all benefit from. Mm. Oh, Lord God, help us to be encouraging. Help us not to be just critical. Give us the five good things for the one little criticism that we are looking for how to encourage, to lift up the spirits of those around us. In Jesus' name we ask this. Amen. Amen. Thanks for joining us today. We would be so encouraged if you would write us at sweetsela.org slash podcast or donate to this ongoing ministry at sweetsela.org slash donations. We love chatting with you each week and hope with all our heart that these podcasts truly are an encouragement to you. Join us for one last episode next week before we stop for the summer. Episode 110 is extra special. It's called His Strength and Our Weakness. You won't want to miss this one. Until then, let's be encouraging to everyone we meet. We are so glad you stopped for a while with us. The Sweet Sela Moments podcast is a cooperative production of Word Radio and Sweet Sela Ministries. More information about this podcast can be found at sweetsela.org. Thank you for joining us.